0: Okay, let's get started with Parshas Korach, Tavshin Ayintes, uh, and uh, we still remain a week ahead in Eretz Yisrael, and the Chutzlah rests the next couple of weeks until we get to the end of Sefer by Midbar, but we are up to Parshas Korach, the parsha that's known for starting out with Machlokas, that's what Korach is known for, the Baal HaMachlokas, Vayikach Korach, he goes and he takes as rashi says he's separating himself lo rara la kahuna to be ma'or on the kahuna right because this lakicha as the sifsakha ben points out uh doesn't say what he took wakiha zu says the sifsakha ben machshavaita ve'aveh u'paul the korach u'paul right it's his heart that took him so to speak and uh, that leads to machlokas. Says the Nesivah Shalom, uh, we see the power of machlokas at a number of points in the parsha. Says the Nesivah Shalom, Yisabek Gemarasan Hesron Daf Kuf Yud, Kalamachzik Over Balaab. Whoever is involved in a machlokas violates the lab <laughs> of Lo Yikakorach V'Chadaso. Again, machlokas be shown him whether that's counted as a separate losase, the smog, or uh, just uh, not a good thing, but not a separate uh, iser. But as the nesiva shalom yesh madua dafka zu Kasva, iser velot Why dafka in this parsha? Do we have the iser of being Machlokas? velot It's not a separate Sivui. It says, "Don't be like Korach." Why does it say, "Don't argue"? Don't be about machlokas. It, dafka says it in the form of Korach. Don't be like Korach. That more just a visual aid. It, 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 uh, points out to us that there's a, uh, it's, it's meaning, more meaningful for us because we know there's a story that's behind it. Or is there something deeper? Number one, Vachenyesh Leviar, Be'etzam Parshish Korach, Mahu Gothel Begam Shal Machlokes. What is the root issue, the root problem with Machlokes, that we find such severity? Shematzinu Be'onesh Kochamur, Kamoshachos of Imbriever Hashem, right? Where else do we have it? Hashem creates a new uh, reality to be able to punish uh, the earth opening up its mouth. We don't find this by the Hegel, we don't find this by the maraglim. a supernatural event that HaKadosh Baruch Hu creates. Daavka <laughs> by Machlokas, Hashem has to show everybody what Machlokas does. Vim Bri'a Yivro Hashem, Shalohaya Benimsa Ba'olam Onesh Ra'uilu Machlokas, V'yitzorach Livro Onesh Chadash Lazeh there was nothing in the world that would have been ro'i to punish with. Hashem had to come up with something new, so to speak, in order to give this punishment. Why? There are so many sins in the, in the, in the Torah. And there are uh, and there's other types and there's other types of and there's other types of why? Why such a such a creation needed to be created? What is it about machlokas that all other ways of punishment in the world would not have been enough? And machlokas isn't even one of the just So what exactly is the root? There's obviously something symbolic here. Continuing again, all of these questions are are connected, but they're uh, different. Again, why does it not just say don't be above Machlokas, Why does it have to say korach? And why? What is the root of machlokes that you needed a separate onesh to be created? V'chein sarach beer. Masha amr chazal kamakasha machlokes shebezer shomali in ben mi ben chavshar only from twenty years old. Ubezer shamata mi ben yud and bezer shamata thirteen and from korach. Even young children. What is it? What is it? And how is it shyek to be onesh to the top? So what exactly is the message that is going on that is going on here, right? And then he connects this to the um, to Gemara in Yuman Daf Tz. was the first base of destroyed because of the three averos? And the Gemara quotes of a They were involved in Torah uh, and everything good. Oh, Chazal that we all know, but the Let's think about it for a minute. Why is that? What is it at most? So what exactly is? does it mean that it's more chamor and that we're still in galus because of that Avera? Again, obviously, that's connected. Losisna is connected to the iser of Machlokas. Says the Shlach HaKadosh. The Hine says the Nesivah Shalom in the name of the Shlach. Kasevah Parashah Zuh, Sha'am Atayim V'chamish Shemish, V'Besocham Hayugam the 250, Maybe they had good Kavanas. They knew Shabbeta. They trusted him. They felt that they had a machlokashem Shemayim. Because Machlokasam Haisam Nesha Savakim Moshe Bidu Ratash Dula Hai satia Rakmi Mishpahto, who's palal those la gashbarku. We they believe that Hashem told Moshe, maybe that's because Moshe Rabinu David to Hashemu. This is what he wanted, and Hashem listened to Moshe Rabinu, Ritson Yavyasa. But that's what they were complaining about. Moshe Bidu got it from a Ghoshbarku, but you know, maybe that could could have been different. Okay, big of them, they wanted to have it to themselves, but they were mistaken. They were mistaken. But what's the root of this connection now? Right, we think that machlokas just affects one area of our avodas Hashem, but as we're about to see. That's incorrect. It affects everything. Kamama Rabiyakiva Viatlurecha Kamocha Zekalgado Batorah. Torah Kula. Shekolin Yaniatora Nechwalabinzeh. All the Torah is connected to Bahl Echa Kamocha. Right, what did uh, what did Hillal say? Right, Vi dok Zilkumor. What does Zilgomor mean? Shab Islam and Aleph? Once you know meaning in the negative, he'll set it. Right? A separate question. Why the negative, not the not the positive? whatever you don't like, don't do it to your friend. But the rest is zilgamar because everything is part is Nechlao in that yisod. What does that mean? Indian Viature hu koach Muchadim yachad. When B'nai Yisrael are together, then we're acting like siblings, then Hashem is acting like our father. When there's strife, when there's machlokas amongst Jews, Hashem is not interested in being a vinu as much. When we separate, we're not just separating between each other. We're separating between us and HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And Machlokes, the secret, he says, is, is not just a Bein Adam L'chavero area, stain, but it's a Bein Adam L'mokom as well. And the more we're disconnected from each other, the more we're disconnected from Hashem. That's the Kal Godot BaTorah. Just like day gets dark and then light, so too I will light up for you. Hashem says, when you're atem When we're mu'uchad, And that's what we say in the end of Shmon Esrei every day. of avinu. Kulanu keecha barpanecha. When we're kulanu keecha, then barcheinu avinu. Kasha kulanu keecha, kikochze mamshechor. That's what brings it down. Barcheinu avinu. Hashem, give us kulanu keecha. That's what we daven for. The other one esrei. Right? There's nothing as great as shalom. Vechen lahafach, and he says, now we get to korach. That was the problem. So what? Per se, it's an israelav. Per se, okay, but. What does it symbolize? What are the effects of such an Aveira? Especially if it's done on a national level. It doesn't only disconnect from each other, it disconnects us from a Baruch Hu. And there's no, what other Aveira does that? What other Aveira? Again, there are many. Avodah Zara. So, a person does a vote Zara. That's directly against, but doesn't, does that affect the nation? Machlokas affects everybody around. Everyone feels disconnected from each other. Vachem la hefech says the Slanom Hapakam Hapakamsha machlokas, who, as it says in the Zohar, korach azluba b'machlokas, my machlokas, pluxa, pluxa de la la the separation of above and below. Hailu pirud ben yisrael gorim pirud bechol ha olamos hal yonim. Machlokas causes fissures in all the heavens, in all the different levels. Between Baruch Hu and Am Yisrael. And that's Sinas Chinam. Shkula Sinas Chinam. Because when there's Sinaschinam Chinam appeared Ben Yisrael, that's plukta, that's, um cracks between the Eila and the Tata. And that leads to Khorban. That's the worst, the worst, the one time that the Torah creates and Onesh, Hashem created a unique Onesh, was because of Machlokes. Ki Machlokas go remes pirud v'tatoi. That's what Machlokas does. And that's why we're still here. What is a Jew? What do we what do we daven for? What do we end every Shmon Esrei for? Again, we talk about Torah, we talk about Chesed, we talk about Tefillah. There's so much that we daven for, but every Shmon Esrei, every amida, we end off, shalom. help us. Because we need help. We can't do it ourselves, but we have to want it. And we have to take the first steps to it. And then Akharish Baruch Hu can help us. Vinei koach, and that's obviously Berchas Kovanim. v'yasim Lachashalom. Right? We need. We you have to want it, and then ultimately it will come down. Vinei Akovach Shel Chal Yisrael. Sheim Ama Nivchar Kol hein Mashi Yisrael Hamechilek Mimal UmiKovach Zayin Dvuka MeHashem Isparach. As we know, Hashem, we are connected to Akharish Baruch Hu, but that only comes, as he says again, when we are connected, as we had by Har Sinai. Ki Isha that, Chad That's what allowed Akharish Baruch Hu. To be so close to be so close to us, turning over as he continues, just like the Mikdash Rishon was the Big Three of because these three directly disconnect a Jew from ami 's. Avodah he writes Pagamu Moach. Shaniyem Moach Sheinu Yehudi, that's a pagam in the brain. Giliyarai is a pagam in the desire area, Shvi Damim is the limbs. Sotur Churman Ba'yishen, he because Pagamu that breaks the connection between all of them. And then he quotes beautifully the Vart, the Chassidusha Vart, of the Maimer of the Tzadikim, Kasha Alai predashem. It's difficult for me when you're separated, when you're, when you're not connected. The greatest pain a parent feels is when the children are fighting with each other. When the siblings don't get along, that's so painful to a parent. They just want the children to get along. Well, we mentioned in past years, that's why the bracha that we give is one of the Pshatim. Why don't we say, like by the women, Why don't we say, because we give the bracha the first two siblings that didn't fight in history. Right, Yitzchak and Yishmael, Yaakov and Esau, Yosef and his brothers, Ephraim and Manasha. the first ones that didn't fight, that's the bracha that we give to our children, they should get along with each other. Because, and the shalom is the greatest, like the shas ends, and the shalom is the greatest, the shalom is Hashem yivarech Es Amo Bashalam. And therefore we think Machlokes we can be perfect in Binad al And just Binad al we have to work on. No, if we don't have the Binad al if we don't have the Shalom, so then we're not going to have the Binad al either. Right? Because it creates the fissures in the in the heavens. And that's what he says, line thirty-four. Vizos kama kosha bagama the Keshem, Shavahapta Rech al-Kamalcha, who claw Goldo Batora, kach, begamsho, the opposite, who claw Goldo Batora, the Toba Goldo, kalkach, le-inya na so too it works the other way as, as well. Then he goes one step further, a separate idea, but one step further, and he says, so where does this come from? What is the root of machlokes? Okay, we all know this, but what's the root? He says, it's all about the ani. If we focus so much on ourselves and we believe and balloon ourselves into people who we really are not, it says that causes machlokas because we think that we're, we're deserving and we can fight about it. Line sixteen in the second column, <laughs> <laughs> the midah of, of too much self worth. Obviously, we have to have some. We have to have some, <laughs> but not too much that we we. Uh, Hold ourselves above others. It's all about me. It says that that leads to machlokas. Korach was all about himself. He took himself. He put himself in the center, egocentric. That was the problem. Shigan the just right? Even in Rukhias, yes, even if I am the greatest rabbi, and I'm the greatest spiritual leader, and I can give the sheer better than anybody else, and I can be the best Chazin, I can be the that's also a negative, terrible. We're servants we servants, as we'll get to in a, in a couple of minutes. Wouldn't Hashem be happier? Wouldn't there be a greater Kiddushim Shemayim if there was, if we were the Kohen, our and the Kohen were so much better. Wouldn't this give Hashem such Nachas Ruach if I was the one that gave the Sheer and I was the one that did the Avoda? Wouldn't that be greater? says, and that's the, that was the problem. That's the showrish of the begam in Ruchnius. And that was where the Khait comes from. Machlokas is all about the root of thinking too much upon myself. And you know what he ends off saying? says, sometimes these terrible, these terrible traits, which we have to work on and uproot, sometimes they're passed down through Generations. Now, if i might see certain character traits. Right, Al-Shema Asid, like the Betsar Mora, Al-Shame Sofo. He says, that it goes genetically. bedama Just like they are physical. There are certain things. People who have a certain family history, they go for testing every year. Why? Because if there's something in the family, that it's very possible and more probable that I could get it. So too with negative traits. Negative traits, R'achman Islan. And it could even be a logical understanding of it. If somebody sees certain behavior that's acceptable in the family, then they're very, uh, won't, not dafka, not vaday, but to ca- copy, right? Whatever kids see as parents' behavior is very common that they're going to do that too. Rahmanul al How many abusers, abused turned into abusers? Rahmanul al But again, this is the, the Shalom, that it could be that someone has more than a TN. That's why they have to work even harder. But that's possibly why he says why the Taf uh, and also were included in this. But either way, this is all number one. All we did was number one so far. The Neziva Shalom and the, uh, again, it's important to spend a lot of time on this. Machlokes, as we head towards the summer and as we head towards the three weeks, you know, we have to make sure that we get into the avas chinam, uh, emphasis and role and make sure that we have as much ahava for our fellow Jews, especially those that we disagree with. Especially those that we disagree with, give them the proper covenant respect and treat them as people with tremendous selim elokit. Another idea related to machlokes, is mentioned by the Minchas Asher of Asher here in his Sichos on the Parsha, and he discusses how is it possible that the Bnei Yisrael thought this? Veikolu The Pazik says they gathered against Moshe and Aaron. v'yomru. Alei Amrav Lachem Kikalei Kadoshim. Everybody's holy. Why are you holding yourselves above? him? Tesnasu. It only was a few Parshias ago that Hakadosh Baruch Hu Himself declared that Moshe Rabbeinu was the of Mikaladim. How could they say that? It's not like so, one, a human being said that Moshe was an adam. How could Hu declared declare that Moshe is anav Mikal adam? Anav ma'od mi adam? So how can Am Yisrael think of Maduah What did Korach do? What was so, um, per, per, pernicious and dangerous that he put in? And we know Moshe Rabbeinu was anav the Gemara petes, godo mashenomar bamoshe binachnuma. Mimashenemar said, "At dirt, dirt is something. But Moshe's were nothing. Moshe was anu mikal Adam, and he quotes Adam. Some say is Rashi Tevis Avram, David, Moshe. Umoshe ya'anav hagadol avos olam. He was the greatest anav from all three. David Hamelch was a tremendous anav. and he told last fellow ish. Every time Hashem told David something, he accepted it and he recognized that he wasn't in charge. And Avram Avinu, obviously he recognized." That there's a balabira. So Moshe was tr- tremendous enough. So why were they thinking? How were they convinced? Umadua tesnaso akhal Hashem. So says the in That's machlokas. That's machlokas. At a time of machlokas, we don't focus. On logic, we don't focus on what makes sense. It's just once we're in the heat of the argument. Again, it's related to anger, and anger takes us out of our out of our senses, but this is related. Machlokes and kas. The smoke of machlokes blinds us and blurs the, the lines of the intellect, he quotes in a beautiful Midrash, to illustrate what Korach was trying to do. He quotes in the Yal Kudzah Korach. What did Korach do? So we know famously the Sifrei Torah and the, and the Tchelas, but this is deeper. He got everybody together, and he starts saying leitzanis. Leitzanis. Amr lahen." He says to them, I had a widow. I do it's two little girls. They had a field. And you know what happened? They came to plow. Moshe tells them, you know what? They're halachas. You can't plow however you want. You can't plow. They're about to seed. Make sure you don't plant your lion. Boss looks so they're about to harvest. Velasos arema, make a pile. Ama, he says, every step of the way, they had limitations. Every step of the way, they had to do something. Boss, lasos goren. Armala, tini, trumo, maeser, richa, maeser, sheni. She finally said, what is going on here? I can't do anything. Ma asta Asada. she says, oh, you know I'm just selling the field. I can't deal with this. And what she do? She bought with the field, the money, Umachash Dikfasos. She bought two sheep, Loboshkizosan to use the shearings, Valanos bipeyosan, and to be from the from the uh children, from the offspring. Kiva Shayalda, what happens once the the mice, the, the babies were born to the sheep? And Aaron and says, Tunil I'll take the firstborns, thank you. Shika Barhu called his she says, What's fine? Gave the vlados higi as magazizo. It was time for shearings. Raishes ages, raishes gaze. on chatit in lo. Amr she said I can't handle. What's going on here? Wherever I turn, there's a mitzvah. Ain bi kowach lamod be ish hazeh harani shochats on That's it. I'm killing these animals. I can't. Once he shechts, it's hard. Is rov l'chaim Right. Give that to the uh, kohen. He says after I shechted, afilo achar she shachakti osan lo nitsalti miyado. For harain alay hein alai cherem. She went and she cried. This is what Korach says to him to try to show how crazy and how demanding, unfairly, how demanding the Halach is, the Torah is, and Moshe Rabbeinu, how can you do this? And there's a huge tema on this. Why? It's Shek v'kazav. It never happened. This was in the Midbar. Chubb's and Maestros didn't exist in the Midbar. Why, what was he saying? What was he trying to do? But you know what? They didn't catch it. Because when it's machlokes, you don't think straight. It's late leitzanus. So you try to speak to the heart. You try to convince people of things that might not be true. But this is what Korach did. How do we look at this? Everything he said was true eventually. But how do we look at this? We look at it as, as, as a schus that every stage of our life, there are us to perform. We could sanctify shearings. We could sanctify plantings and harvesting. It's not limitations. It's cathartic. Right, it's ways to sanctify and cleanse our soul. Because what are we here for anyway? We're not here just to for us and to intake and to imbibe. We're here to sanctify. And every stage, no matter what we're in, no matter what profession we're in, every stage we could sanctify. How you put on your shoes, how you get dressed, how you get married, how you how you vacation, everything. Yes, the Torah has something to say about everything. But we look at it as as uh, freedom. It's not limitations, it just gives us instructions how to fulfill the will of God. Okay. So now let's get to a specific taina that they claimed. So they claimed that they had one more thought about the Bnei Yisrael in this case. So they stood up in front of Moshe, the 250 men, they gathered in Moshe and they said, they said, Rav lachem, you took a lot. Ki kol kulam Kedoshim, everybody's holy. U Hashem, Hashem is amongst us. Umadua madua tisnasua, kahal Hashem, why are you raising yourself up on the congregation of HaKadosh Baruch Rashi? Kulam Kedoshim, kulam Shamudvar Misinai. b'sinai. Em l'kakhtat ha'malchas, l'achicha kahuna. This is the Pesach. Asks, Rabbi Sachs in Lessons in Leadership, his same friend that talks about leadership every parsha. What was the problem with this Pussek? Sounds pretty true. Right, what exactly was the problem? What was the problem? Answer Rabbi Sachs. What exactly was wrong in Makorach and his motley band, a fellow agitator said? He wanted power for himself, not for the people. We know that the protesters were not were disingenuous. Each had his own reasons, but they were surely right to say Kikol HaEida Kulam Kadoshim. After all, that's what Harish Baruchu said. You're all a mamlah kadosh. So, what exactly was the chait? What was the problem? What was the misunderstanding? So he suggests that it wasn't the middle or the second stage. Kikol Kulam Kadoshim, Fine. Hashem. Fine. The last phrase. Umadua Hashem. That, says Rabbi Sachs was not a small mistake. It was a fundamental one. Why is that? He writes, amazingly. Moshe represents the birth of a new kind of leadership. That is what Korach and his followers did not understand. Many of us do not understand it still. right? What's the name of this chapter? Servant leadership. What does that mean? The most famous buildings in the ancient world, Rabbi Sachs writes, were the Mesopotamian, ziggurats, and the Egyptian pyramids. They were more than just buildings. Why a pyramid? Why? Because it's easy to make and it gets skinnier. They were statements in stone of a hierarchical social order. They were wide at the base and narrow at the top. Unbelievable. At the top, what does it symbolize? A pyramid. You know what it symbolizes? The king is on top and and he has the most power and everybody serves him. At that point is where heaven and earth met. And a little below, you have the people just under the king. And you keep going lower and lower and lower. Until you get to the bottom, that's the proletariat. That's the that's the Hamonam. That, the symbol of the pyramid. The pyramid symbolized life, symbolized social status. This was believed to be not just one way of organizing a society, but the only way. Up until what happens here. That's what all leadership was like in all ancient worlds. The very universe was organized on this principle, as was the rest of life. The sun ruled the heavens, the lion ruled the animal kingdom, the king ruled the nation. That's what was a nation, in nature, that's what it must be. Some are born to rule, others to be ruled. That's it. And Moshe Rabbeinu, and the Kodesh Baruch message, is that no. That's not what happens. We don't build pyramids. Judaism is a protest against this kind of hierarchy. Every human being, not just the king, is in the image and likeness of Hashem. No one's entitled to rule over any other without his or her consent, right? Ein melech below am. There's a, still a need for leadership. You need a leadership. You need a captain. But, you know, they're, they're there to lead in a different kind of way. They're not on top of the pyramid. Right And so he says in the continuation, Right, what is one of the more famous Kalem that we have? We have a menorah. A menorah is the opposite, upside down pyramid. It's wide at the top and skinny at the base. Why? Because a leader is at the base, inspiring and uplifting the people in a social order in which everyone has equal dignity in the eyes of heaven. A leader does not stand above the people, he serves the people, and he serves HaKadosh Baruch Hu. The great symbol of biblical Israel, the menorah, is an inverted pyramid or ziggurat, broad at the top, narrow at the base. Moshe Rabbeinu was the greatest leader, anav, mikol ha'adam, Adama. The name given to this, says Rabbi Sachs, is servant leadership. At its origin... Is in the Torah, and that's why the greatest accolade given to Moshe Rabbeinu is that he was Eved Hashem. Moshe is has given his title eighteen times in Tanakh, and that is the ultimate. And he quotes no less fascinating is the fact that the only one person in the Torah is commanded to be humble, and that's the king. Levilti Rum as the Ramban writes on that on that Pasuk, the king has to be extra humble because he's there to serve. He's there to serve. That's what being a king is about. And the Rambam writes, he quotes the Rambam, just as the Torah has granted him the great honor and obligated everyone to revere him. There's a kid of mora morah, melech. So do it as commanded him to be lowly and empty at heart. And he has to be below and serve. Turning the page, he should be gracious and merciful to the small and the great, involving himself in their good and welfare. Should protect the honor of even the humblest of people. And that's the king, because that's servant leadership. That's all positions of leadership. Whether one is a president, or a communal leader, or a rabbi, or a teacher, or a parent. There's the balance of leading, but uplifting as well. Lifting everybody, being the menorah. We have to be the menorah, not the pyramid. Okay, they have to, the children and the students have to look at us as if, ki'ilu were on top of the pyramid, but that's not how we hold ourselves not how we hold ourselves. And that's what the Rambam says. The Rambam lists among those who have no share in the world to come. In Hilchah's someone who imposes a rule of fear on the community, not for the sake of heaven. Someone who rules by force, says Rabbi Sachs, the Rambam adds to this last phrase, like heathen kings. The polemical intent is clear. It is not that no one behaves this way. It is that this is not a Jewish way to behave. Right, And that's why Rabbi Gamliel was the, removed from being the Nasi. Because that's not the leadership that we need. And he even quotes Martin Luther King. Everyone can be great because anybody can serve. Being great is about serving. And C.S. quotes all of these sources. C.S. Lewis rightfully defined humility not as thinking less of yourself, but as thinking of yourself less. Right, Chachma bagoyim tamen. The great leaders respect others. They honor them, lift them, inspire them to reach heights they might not ever have reached otherwise. And that's Moshe Rabbeinu's leadership and that was the problem with Adas Korach. The last line. Hashem. Moshe didn't do that. They didn't understand what kind of leader Moshe Rabbeinu was. They knew what kind of leader they wanted to be. What Korach wanted to be and that was the problem. That is not the leadership that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is looking for. <sighs> okay. Moving right along. Yud Zion, so What happens after the story? B'nei Yisrael get punished. B'nei Yisrael are punished. Y after the Ades Korach are punished, and the b'nei Yisra, and the, and the uh, men, the 250 men, pass Yud Zion. Hashem says to Moshe, emar Elazar ben Aaron say to Elazar, take the machtos, mi bein take the shovels, and he takes them, zikaron le B'nei Yisrael, fine. They come and complain. it's unbelievable. They came and they say, what did you do? You killed out the Amashem. What happened? Hashem says to Moshe, clear out. There's going to be a plague. There's going to be a plague. You have to move out because I've had enough. And Moshe the, uh, then tells Aaron, take the Machta because the plague has started. ketzaf and they try and run, and they take the Khtores, and they Get the Mageifah to stop. Ask the Drash David, David Hofstadter, what exactly was this for? Okay, Karach was punished. 250 men were punished. What about this plague? Yeshvahaben is time Shalon so fine. They argued against Moshe Rabbeinu. What about everyone else? Why were they deserving of punishment? And if you think about it, he writes, MS, source number eight. Yes, there was a suffix, and they were, maybe they were swayed a little bit. Who were involved in this? Korach himself was one of the Chachmei Ador. Right? Aaron and Korach, the major says, were shoving. So who were they? How are they supposed to know? Korach is here. Aaron is there. Okay, Aaron was own, but, but such a plague? When they saw who was on the side of Korach, right? We know. The 250 Rashi Sanhedros, the Torah calls them, Nisiye Moed tell us <laughs> in Sanhedrin Dav Kufyud, Miuchadim Sheba Ada, The ones that were Yodei La'aber Shanim L'Kvar They were the G'dolei Adar. The G'dolei Adar were with Korach. going to blame B'nai Yisrael. If all the dolly okay, blame the dolly for for uh, getting seduced and going over to the wrong side. But how is that? And just even further, line twenty-two. Right? Why? They couldn't do it. So says the drash Well, I'll ask you another question. Once we're in the topic of why were they to blame, we will ask you another question. Remember the Gemara in Nidarim, Daf Pe Aleph, where the Gemara discusses why did the Chorban happen. We mentioned earlier, Yuma Tes, one day of why the Chorban happened. The Gemara Ba-Metzir also has another day of, right, Shadanu and they didn't do Lathimishur Sadin. Nidarim Pe Aleph has another opinion. Why was the Chorban, why did it occur? Mio Ish, based on a puzzle in your Mio Ish the Yavin who is the wise man who can understand this? Alma Abdaharetz! Why was the land lost? Based on the Pasuk they asked, meaning from the vantage point of wisdom, prophecy, nobody could understand. Why the Chorban happened? So what does that mean? And the Gemara continues and says that B'nei Yisrael... What they do? Lo Berchem HaTorah Very famously, they wore a Mavarch Torah And Rebbein Yonah writes that, the quotes Yonah, the Torah wasn't chashiv in their eyes in order to make a bracha on it. And we've spoken about that and many talk about that um, in many different contexts. The pagam was, they learned Torah. They didn't say a Torah. This type of pagam, they didn't learn Torah l'shema, they weren't machshiv. Is that something obvious? Obviously it wasn't something obvious. Because they wouldn't have known it. Chachma didn't know it, Navua didn't know it, and no, Malachim didn't know it. Say so, Ezri. So how could we be blamed? If it was such a docastic uh, think uh type of sin that even Navu and Chachmah didn't know it at the Malachim. So why are you blaming Amisra? Why would they why do they merit a Khurban? al <laughs> Yisrael why is it? What's the message? Says Rav Shach, and this is what the Drash David bases his yesod on. Mikan Mavuar, the said it by the Gemara Naderam Aleph, and the Drash David says it here. Says the so why were they blamed? Right? If they asked Chacham and he asked why was Ami Yisrael blamed? yoser yoser minavi. Because we know ourselves the best. If we're really honest with ourselves, if we recognize who we are and we admit we take off all the covers, we take off all the layers and we are honest with ourselves, we could see, we could see the truth. The and Malachi Shares and even the Malachi can't understand us as much as we could understand ourselves. Shekane Lukal Adam yesh no Kochos es Mamaki Every person has an amazing power to recognize the faults and the truths about themselves. Right? Besides the nobody else. I would say the closest one, maybe, is a spouse of many years. But besides, but even so, a person knows themselves and we have so many layers, and if we take off the layers, we could really know it. We could really know ourselves. I think I once mentioned, I once saw, maybe that's why people cry when they peel an onion. Peel an onion. Again, there's the physiological reason, but then there's the Musa reason, because we realize how many layers we have and now we have to keep uncovering our layers and our truths. Everyone in that generation could have, if they would have been honest with themselves, could have understood the chisaron, well, why aren't I saying b'archas ha-Torah? And that's why they were nitzvah in this regard. So that's what Rav Shach says about the Nadarim Pe'alev. says the D'Rash David, now let's go back to Adas Korah Yes, everybody was on the fence and all that. Even the 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 greatest, the gedolim. Look inside yourself. Be honest. Ten makos. Come on, be honest. You could have. Could have known the the, the MS yourself. La of also MS. They could have known that. and Hashem holds them accountable because it's alenu. It's it's upon us. And says the Drash David, Hashem expects a lot from us. First step is to be honest with ourselves. <laughs> Hashem knows it, and we know it. And we know it. And we have to know it, and we have to be honest, and we could do it. Hashem believes in us that we could do it. He knows how much we could do and how much more we could push ourselves, and we have to do our best. Oh, we can't say, we can't blame others, we can't blame any external factors, even if all the Gdolia say something. We know. We know inside, right? The Zokin Mamre Halacha does not say that he should uh, paskin differently when he's arguing with the Sanhedrin. Once he's outvoted, there's a system issue. If you go and tell everybody to follow you, that's a problem. Because then there's shalom taros. But up until that point, say your deah, and if you think they're wrong, they think they're wrong, okay? But there, there's rules for the system. But in terms of knowing yourself, that is crucial. That is a crucial message that the Drash David gives us based on the Avi, based on the Avi Esri. Okay, so Moshe Rabbeinu, a little bit later in our discussion, once we were talking about the uh, Korach and what the Chit was, and they should have known it, the uh, Moshe Rabbeinu says, back towards the beginning of the Parsha, because now we're going to get into Moshe. Everything we said so far is about the chait. Now let's get into a little bit about what Moshe Rabbeinu uh, answered them. Again, this is a thought that we mentioned uh, eight nine years ago, but it's something to to remember. Moshe Rabbeinu gets angry. Gets angry, and he has a line there which the Meshachachma picks up on. <speaking in Hebrew> Moshe says to Hashem, don't turn to their mincha. Don't accept their mincha, these these, these uh, evil people. After all, did I ever take advantage? I never took one of their donkeys. I never had any business expenses. I always paid for it myself. And I never was evil and acted negatively to one of them. Es achad mehem. The Meshachachma picks up on the achad mehem. What do you mean? Achad, achad is usually miyuchachet Says the Meshachachma. Source number nine. Yi it is possible. Once we're talking about anava, this phrase wow. reflects Moshe Rabbeinu's godless in his anava. Kemesh tabchim ba'anava, those who try to praise themselves in humility, va'an vesanusam hi'pchusa, but it's not really, it's fake. People who are fake, humble. It's very easy to be humble in front of somebody who is very low. Somebody who clearly is below my stature. Then it's easy to be humble because nobody's going to get confused there that I'm really lower than them. Everybody knows that he's him and I'm me. I'm all the way up here. So if I lower myself, ah, you know, so that's, that's not a worry that people are going to think of me as lower, because they'll think, "Oh, he's really humble. mishu Be but What about a colleague of mine? Oh Erich Yo Sergavoa, Or someone who is above me in stature, then that's much harder, because you know what? If I'm humble, people might really think that I'm lower, and that's much harder. Actually Taos. If I'm humble to those people, people might get the mistaken impression. People might not think, that's not humility, but that's really, they're greater. They're really greater. They're greater than me. So for those, people will push down. I don't want to take any chances that people will think that I'm really lower. So people who are equal or higher than me, I'm not going to be humble, too. And I will be in their shame. That's not what Moshe did, because Moshe, as we know, was truly humble. Moshe, He was an amiti, meaning he tried to bring everybody above him. Remember, he was not jealous. Other people are prophesizing great. Viz Palelki ki yatsil al hazaken im share the wealth. Vezesh amar and that's what he says. V'lo hariosi I wasn't even evil to achad even the chashuvim, even the chashuvim ki mishkal achad nemar alarov al miyuchad ve gadol as the as the Rashi quotes they are embracious. kimat shachav one of the meaning the king. Shegamagdolim bemayla lo pachas maalasa adaraba hosef amalasa mekvodam nazos. Understand this as the Meshachachma. We have to recognize that true humility is people who we are equal or greater to, not people who are obviously lower. uh, Thereby Pliskin in Grow Through Torah quotes this Meshachachma and he says that the ultimate humble person is somebody who treats each person according to the Torah, ideals of how person should be treated, people should be treated. Ultimately, that is how great. And then he quotes a story from Revisel Zalman. Revisel Zalman was once giving a, a shir in yeshiva and one of the Talmidim raised his hands and said, no, I think this Fasem has said something different than what the Rebbe just said. And Revisel Zalman answered, okay, that's fine, but you know what, at least just do me a chesed, let me finish my shir. Because I did prepare it and I'd like to, I'd like to just finish it. And everyone thought, what, what is Ravis Zalman saying? He always let him say, I argue on, the, on this Fasemes. Let him say, okay, you misunderstand this Fasemes. Well, I don't understand what his answer was. That, okay, that's good, but let me just finish. See, so afterwards they went over to him. They looked up this Fasemes, and the Fasemes wasn't against Rabbi Zalman. So what exactly was he doing? So Raviso Zalman said, I know what this Fasemes said, but you know what? This boy who was always in the Sheer he never spoke up. I was thinking to myself, why did he ask a question? And then I saw another ball of in the Sheer who usually is never there. I'm like, why do these two things happen? Maybe, I thought, maybe this Bachar knows that this Balabas has a daughter and he's trying to maybe impress him. So I thought, you know, maybe I should lift up the Balaba, lift up the, the boy. Let him appear great in the eyes of the Balabas, and in that way, Shalom al Yisrael. And guess what? have The businessman had a daughter, and they were later engaged. And it's because Ravisa Zalman held everybody in high esteem, lifted everybody up. It's not about me. It's about the self-worth of everyone else. Weiter. So what happens? How do they stop the plague? Continuing the story back to where we were before, they stop the plague with the Ketores. With the Ketores, Kuchu says to Korach, everybody take, well, even before the plague, I'm sorry, back. First the k'tores is what is part of the proof. Klueish baklaso uresatomel tores, vekraftemo fleashmesh baklaso, everybody brings their shovels, of k'tores and you put fire in there and let's see what happens. Eazof Khaykinievsky here in the time at the crop. Why da ko is used here? Dina karton flukakhtrelas podra vegetal shkula trelas. Right, what did Karach say? If one string potters, then a talith has all chelas lakoshegain, mezuza achas poteres, a house, a room full of svarim, the chain ton. And what else did he say? This one is not as famous. U'ma aaron shalonim shachel la beshemonam mishcha, nas kohen gadol. aaron who was anointed with the shamanam mishcha as kohen gadol. Anisha ani benoshel yitzar, shako and I'm the son of yitzar, yitzar means oil. Aaron just got a little bit of oil on him. I'm the son of someone who's the whole essence is oil. Surely Alakas Kama Vakama. What's his what's his taina? What's his what's the the, the common denominator in all of these claims? The Kavanaso, but Elu Haya. Shim Ratra Khan Sparko Shaka and Gado Koshikane Shiratsono Sha Reshnun ishio quan gada oim. Right, call a kulukadoshim. And what's the answer then? Moshe Rabina wanted to show him it's not just about logic. It's not just about logic. Because according to you, If a little bit of, of Torres brings tremendous bracha, a lot of Torah must, must bring a huge amount of bracha. And guess what this Torah did? This K'tores did the opposite. And therefore, Korach, you think it's just Kavachomers, you think you could just use the logic? It says, it's what Hashem says, right? We've quite mentioned in past years the Reb article called "The Common Sense Rebellion." Karach thought that it's all based on common sense, it's all based on logic, and that is not what the message was, and that is exactly what the uh, Moshe Rabbeinu wanted to teach him, according to the time of the Krah, according to Rav Chaim Kedievsky. Okay, two more thoughts. Let's try to squeeze in for this, uh, this year's Parshas Korach. So we start off with something that we mentioned, but we're going to add on to it. A number of years ago, we mentioned Rabbeinu Bachai. Rabbeinu Bachai, what happens after the discussion of Korach? Again, that's what we're spending our time on. Again, there's a lot in the second half of the Parsha, which we're not going to get into this year. But Hashem says to Moshe and Aaron, separate from the Edah, and I will destroy them. By Yiplu on their faces, and they they fall on their faces, and they say, Right? Why punish everyone? Why punish everybody? But it's va'yiplu al penehem. So this is a remez. Says Ravina to the portion of davening known as nefilas apayim, what we call tachnun Va'yiplu al penehem. Mikan says Ravina should nefilas apayim, but the concept of falling on one's face, falling on one's face. And says Ravina there are three ideas that we can be thinking about by Tahnun. And again, it's so tragic. I would call it in a certain way, that Tachnun, you know, is a tefillah that people just skip and people don't appreciate. And the reason we have a longer Tachnun on Mondays and Thursdays is because Hashem is listening and there's Rachmanus in Shamayim and it's not din; it's Rachamim. But we all get excited when, you know, when we don't have the longer Tachnun. But to appreciate what everything's about, Rabbi says, three elements of Nefillah Sapayim Vidah, Ke'inyan Nefillah Kavanos. three things. Now, achas L'mor being in awe of Hashem. goes through each one after, after listing them. Laharos right laharos To sim- symbolize humility, as we have been talking about. Vashlishis, they're so all connected. Vashlishis laharos gashosav, to show my self-nullification, the the tying up, so to speak, the asiras chushav of my senses. And he goes through each one. I cover my face. Like Moshe Rabbeinu covered his face when the shchina went by. So we have to think about that when we go and put our hand down. Hashem is awesome and I'm covering my face. v'akol, Oh, he quotes Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe Elokim. Number one. Number two, he quotes later on line twenty, Laharus Tsar Vachna. I'm a little uncomfortable. Kian Nofel Alpana Mits Taer Venichna Vachna Meikariat Humility. And if I'm humble and I recognize who's above me. So then I will recognize that HaKadosh Baruch Hu in charge. And he quotes the Gemara, the end of Tanar but Messiah Bay obeys the power of the Tachnun, the Anfield of Rabbi Eliezer, that eventually killed Leo, right? She tried not to, that he shouldn't say it, but that's what happened in that case. But the third one is what we're going to focus on today, line 30. Laharos Asiras Chusha What do we do? We cover our face, we cover all of our senses, our eyes, our nose, our mouth, it's kiilu. I don't have any powers in front of a kaddish baruch hu. Vein biyado. I think we're so knowing. May nekaddish baruch hu maskim al yado. Unless Hashem wants me to and helps me out, I have no senses. I have no power. Kiilu hargasosah betelos v'asuros mimsok hafso veinav esifso sab misutamim. Well, you chaleros. I can't see. I can't smell. I can't hear. The yeznayim la adds on to this third idea. Another idea. It says when we daven, we put our feet together. Okay, like malachim, one leg. And we also put our hands together, generally. That's the, the uh, obviously it's not ma'akev, but that is the form spoken about. Right hand over the left hand over the heart. Why is that? Says the Zayim it's like we're handcuffed. It's as if we don't have Koach. Without Akadosh Baruch Hu opening up the keys, opening up ourselves. Vatambaza, line 12. Laharoz bitol koach atzmi ki ilu yadavasuros. I give over the power to Hashem. I daven in front of Hashem. And that's why also we put our legs together as if I can't walk. I can't use my arms. I can't use my legs. Akadosh Baruch Hu, is all up to you. I am, I, it's as if I'm tied up. I'm tied up without your allowing me to focus and to function and to use my arms and legs. But now he says one step further. He says there are other religions that also pray in the way of putting the hands, putting the hands together. But Judaism also puts the legs together. What's the additional point? Says Rav Saratskin, hands are uniquely, is something uniquely human. Animals don't have hands like that. Animals go on all fours generally, even the ones that stand up, a bear, you know, ultimately when they go, when they walk, they'll they'll go down on all fours. Legs we share with with animals. When we are closing off our arms and our legs in front of our Barhu, it's kilo we're saying because we're like even lower than the animals, you know, in your eye katishbarcho. If we don't act properly and if we don't use the hands and the feet know then we properly then then we're not even on the level of animals venera line 17 share raglaim echekol balekhaim avo yadaim kebavolosi swascomolakhayishraklebei adam fa haumos other nations hamakhavenes yedeim beshasfela other nations that also put their hands together during prayer mosros lamishim spalomay lovrakas yedein they give over their hands umavatmos says also with others other colleagues there they say we're like we're like animals we're like animals. We take away our hands, so we're like animals. We say we're not even like animals. We have nothing. Animals maybe have certain instincts, but we... When we sin, we're not even like animals. Right? Because we have the intellect that we should do even more. And if not, we're like domain. we're like Tzomeach. We can't move without you, HaKadosh Baruch And that's what the position of... Hands and feet together. We're saying, we're tied up. We're nothing without you. We're not even like an animal who can move. HaKadosh please, please help us. And that's what we do every time we die. Good. One final point for this, uh, this year's year and that is Moshe Rabbeinu. When Moshe Rabbeinu asked HaKadosh for this amazing miracle that is about to take place, he says, Hashem, it's up to you. It's up to you. Vayom Moshe. If these people die like normal death, then Hashem did not send me. But if they're created, if Hashem creates a Bria, then Bria Yivra Hashem, so then everybody will know that it's not me, Ask the Kaddish Baruch Hu. here in the second volume, why did Moshe Rabbeinu need the first half of his statement? Why didn't he just say, if something amazing happens, you'll know that I'm telling the truth? Why does he have to say if they die normally, da, da, da? No, just say the second half. Just say the second half. So he quotes from the, one of the Rebbe Mibels. These people were Chayav Misa, Ophan. Because they were moshavaron. Varon. The Aphim and even if he writes on line 7, there's a nitzotz of Tinus Emes, even if there's something true. But society can't function like this, and what they did was a grave error, and therefore they had to die. So Moshe says, if they die unusually, then I'm telling the truth. Moshe said the other side too, because they were had erchi of misa because they were the <laughs> God But it depends which sway it was going to be. Meaning, even if they were telling the truth, they still had to die. Right? It's kind of like remember the machlokas of Shmuel and Eli. Shmuel, Eli says Shmuel, you were more, you're true, you might be true. Right? I think brachas l'manolif or so. Right? That. So you said the truth, but so sometimes somebody could be right, but it doesn't mean they should do what they did. Maybe somebody has a ta'ina against one of the G'doli ador, maybe he's even right. But that's not acceptable. That's not acceptable. And he quotes from one of the Bali Avoda. You know how to really judge a person's midos? What do they do and how do they act when they're right? How do they treat the other person? How do they treat? An unbelievable line on line 13. They say, Ha ha, you see, I'm right, I'm right, I told you, I told you. When somebody thinks they're in the right, they could do anything, they could do amazing things. It says, he's close from the grub. Why did Asaph wait? Why did Esau wait till Yitzchak died in order to say, I'm going to take revenge? Because before maybe he couldn't cover it up, but he knew after Esau died, you know what, sometimes fighting for the Amud, fighting for the Amud, people could do anything because it's my Amud, because I'm doing it for the Avelos, I'm doing it for the, for, the, uh, for the yard site. He could fight and, and, and insult in the name of HaKadosh Baruch And says the Hashem and no, not everything in the name of God. You know, sometimes we use religion as an excuse for terrible behavior. Even if they were right, they were Chayim Misa. That's why Moshe has to say both sides. Because we can't use religion, even if we're right! Even if we're right, we have to act like mention. And even if we're right, there's a way to express something, and there's a way to say something. And, you know, we could be mevatel ourselves even in that situation. Let's all remember, as we started off with Machlokas and we end off with Machlokas and the Pagam, let us recognize we need Abbas Yisrael. It doesn't matter if we're wrong and even if we're right. We have to recognize how we behave and what we're supposed to do and Hashem should bless our efforts and give us a lot of Abbas Yisrael and in that way be able to bring the Beis HaMikdash.